0: Welcome to Five Tonight, the movie game for movie fans, where we have to connect actors to actors through no fewer than five and no more than nine movies. I'm your host, Eric Ginsberg, and we're coming to you live on tape from my apartment during quarantine in beautiful Asbury Park, New Jersey. Do you like movies? Do you love getting lost in the IMDb, the Internet Movie Database? Do you love talking through, oh, who was that guy? Who was in that thing? What's his face? Then this is your show, and this game is for you. In just a moment, I'm going to introduce today's contestants, but first, I want to remind you that if you'd like to be a contestant on Five, to nine you can enter for a chance to be on our show by beating us at our own game just download or purchase official five to nine game cards at five to nine game.com that's the number five to the number nine game.com Play today's challenge, post a photo of your winning game card on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, and tag at 5 to 9 game in your post. So my first guest is a very uh, dear friend of mine who we were talking before the show, and he told me that maybe a movie that always makes him cry is The Grand Budapest Hotel. Jeff Moeller, hello, and welcome to the show. Can you tell me why The Grand Budapest makes you cry?
1: Grand Budapest Hotel. Love watching that movie. Watched it multiple times. But the part where they move away from the scene uh, where John F. Abrams is recounting his tale and he asks what happened to him, they shot him. It just, F. Murray Abrams. Yeah, it guts me every time. It just guts me every time. I always get all teared up. I can't help it. Now, you
0: told me that a movie franchise that you never want to see end is Batman, and I don't think you have to worry about that. It is never going to Uh, end.
1: No, no, no. They're never going
0: to stop making Batman movies.
1: With many exceptions.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, our next guest is another dear friend of mine, but also one time met Bruce Campbell. Please welcome Maria rea Hi. Hi, Maria. How you doing?
2: I'm doing great.
0: So, how did you see Bruce Campbell?
2: Well, it was at a a meet and greet for his uh, release of his his book, Mm -hmm. If Chins Could Kill. (laughs) Uh, And it was um, basically a a biography, an autobiography, of um, his his life uh, starting out with the Evil Dead series and then moving forward. And at the book signing... um, I got a little, little peck on the cheek, and he wrote something very um, interesting <laughs> in, in my book um, that. Someday, my grandkids will have questions, (laughs) and I will not give any answers.
0: You met him, you greeted him, and then some. I get you. You know, when I was a young guy, when I was uh, about 20 years old, I got a job uh, out in Hollywood working for a director who told me that he used to teach film at a college in Michigan, and... Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi were for either like a summer or a year were his interns oh, wow. from his class. And, you know, when you're in L.A., it's always hard to tell what's real and what's like a little bit of B.S. But, mm-hmm. you know, I like to think that I interned for the same guy that Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell oh, interned for. I could,
2: I could say it. Yeah. I could say it. Yeah.
0: I'm just going to go ahead and tell people that version of the story. <laughs> uh, now, Maria, you said that your childhood crush was William Shatner.
2: Yeah, I I admit to it, 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 it's it's not something I I regularly admit to, but yes, young (laughs) William Shatner. Not
0: 89-year-old now William Shatner. No,
2: no, no. (laughs) But back when I was like 10, and we were watching Star Trek reruns, I couldn't help it. I I really liked very young William Shatner.
0: Well, you know, I'm dating myself here a little bit, but... When I was a kid, like before I ever saw Star Trek: The Original Series, I saw Star mm-hmm. Trek: The Animated Series.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, oh I love yeah, that. yeah,
0: yeah. Where I you know, that. for as much as the cast complains about ups and downs with William Shatner, the uh, big-headed star, when he was offered the role of Captain Kirk in the animated series, and Ooh. found out that they were not going to bring any of the other actors with him. They just wanted him, and they would get, you know, random voice actors. He said that he would take his paycheck and divide it amongst any of the original cast members who wanted to do the animated show with him, which Leonard Nimoy did. I think George Takei did. Not everybody did, Mm -hmm. but, you know, I thought that was a pretty, like, upstanding guy move.
1: I thought it was good. I I did not know that. Uh, That's a really interesting fact, too. Definitely a
0: world-class talent. Guys, we've invited you both here today to play the game Five to Nine, where you're going to have to connect actors to actors through no fewer than five and no more than nine movies. Here's how we're going to play the game. Before our show, I asked you to send me both the names of five actors. I put those names into a hat, and now I'm going to randomly draw them, and you are going to have to connect them. So our first name that we're going to have to pull out here is going to be Uma Thurman, so we're going to have to go from Uma Thurman, give me a second and write Uma Thurman in our from spot on our game board, To, to Gene Wilder, Gene Wilder. There's a very good connection on the two of them in that they were both in movies by a particular director who likes to cast a lot of the same people when he can um, but we're gonna draw a third name from this hat, and that's gonna be our wild card. If you can go through the wild card, you can get three bonus points as we go. So our wild card is going to be a Bruce Willis, which I mean off the top of my head, I've already got a pretty good connection there, but I'm gonna let you guys talk that out. okay. And then one more thing we're gonna do is we're gonna spin the wheel and it's gonna determine what is our house rule for this round. I'm going to give it a little spin. Boop. The animation's not as good on the Zoom call, but you should know it's spinning. <laughs> never done a sequel. Ooh, oh. that's a tough one. Someone who has never done a sequel. That's
1: really... That's that's, that's going to
0: be really that's hard. That's a
1: tricky one um, because... The problem. I mean, is Uma Thurman they... did a
0: sequel. Bruce Willis did a bunch a of sequels. Sequel. A bunch of sequels. Yeah, uh, but every actor we do get that did not do a sequel, we're going to get a bonus point.
1: Well, did Gene? I don't think did Gene. I don't. Gene
0: Wilder didn't really. You might sequels. have an advantage there because off the top of my head, I can't think of one that he was in.
1: Provided we're just not saying all Mel Brooks films are a sequel and sh- have are in a shared universe somewhere, we're we're good to go.
0: <laughs> well, we're not, but I'm so glad you hit down on Mel Brooks because Uma Thurman and Gene Wilder were both in Mel Brooks movies. Uma Thurman was in a-
2: Uma Thurman.
0: Yes, Uma Thurman was in a very good Mel Brooks movie. Now listen, before we get going, as always, I have to apologize in advance to the actors who spent a career building a body of work whose faces we know but whose names we may butcher, and of course to all the hardworking writers, directors, and producers who picked the perfect name for a film that we may likely fumble through today. I swear we really do love your work. Now, Jeff, Maria, you're going to be playing together. I'll be here on the sidelines to offer some help along the way, but not too much help. Are you guys ready to play the game? Yay! We're All into right, it. so start... Start talking it through. How can we get from Uma Thurman to Bruce Willis, our wild card, in like a move?
2: Okay, so I only know Uma Thurman from uh, Pulp Fiction.
0: Yeah, which had... And Bruce Willis. Yeah, you nailed Bruce it. Bruce Willis. Uh, so, that would be one move. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. That's one yeah. move. So you've just gotten to your wild card super All fast. Right, so we
2: got to the wild card. Now,
0: one thing I should mention to you guys, Kevin Bacon, always going to be worth two points, and any SNL cast member is always worth a bonus point. So keep those things in mind as you try to get from Bruce Willie to Gene Wilder.
1: All right.
2: Okay, we got the wild card. So then Bruce would have to be in something else with somebody else who was also in
0: something. Right. You're describing the game very well. Yes, you've oh got. Oh my
2: god! You this understand
0: how nightmare. the game is played. Good job. This is, this is my nightmare. No.
1: So I, uh. the way I always like to look at it is all right, think of think of films. The great thing about Gene Wilder is he's been in a lot of films with a ton of different actors. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah. I'm trying to think of like one of his. You know, you've got the Richard Pryor films. You've got the Mel Brooks films. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm always trying to think of like, okay, who is an actor in one of those films? Because those are older films, especially like the Richard Pryor one. you um, Hear yeah. No Evil, See No Evil, or um, uh, Not Trading Places. What's the one where they get arrested and they're in jail?
0: Um, I can see the movie poster. I can remember I, yeah, I know, man, I can see it. A, f- a fun fact is that Gene Wilder and... Richard Pryor had such a great relationship. They loved working together. Originally, Richard Pryor was supposed to play the sheriff in Blazing Saddles, but he had become so unreliable that the studio would not let Mel Brooks hire him for the role. Wow. So Mel Brooks talked the studio into letting him keep Pryor on as a writer. A writer. And even then, he disappeared. He went into some drug induced haze and woke up in like oh, Cleveland wow. or Detroit or something like that. Yeah. And called the set and they're like, "Where are you?" And he's like, "I'm in you know wherever in the Midwest he was." And they're like, "Well, you need to get back here because you have a job." <laughs> and Mel Brooks was like, "No, nah, don't worry about it. You're fine. Yeah. You don't have a job anymore. Wow. Just stay wherever you are."
1: Right. Wow. He came up with Mungo. That was his big contribution to Blazing Saddles. Was he loved yeah. Mungo? I remember. Uh, I'll bet. Um, all right, so. We got it. I guess maybe
0: maybe Gene, kind of Gene work Wilder. backwards, kinda of like come out of Gene Wilder.
1: And try to get to Bruce Willis. Yeah.
0: And Bruce Willis has been in so many movies with so many people.
1: Alright, so I'm afraid Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is a little too old to try and grab an actor. Yeah. There's
0: yeah, that. the actors in that were really kind of like of their time and didn't transcend time the way he did.
1: There's there's a no one did a sequel out of that. Um <laughs> Okay, so uh, so, G- so Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, we hit a Richard Pryor movie. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of what other movies have been. And Mel Brooks movies, he was in...
0: I mean, we can certainly use Blazing Saddles. Who else was in Blazing Saddles you can connect to or from?
1: Well, obviously, uh, Blazing Saddles, you also got Mel Brooks. You've got
0: Harvey Korman. Um... And Mel Brooks really is a key to any other Mel Brooks movie... With any other actor who's ever been in a Mel Brooks movie. And that is a trove, my friend. Yeah.
1: I'm trying to think the most... Like, I think of Spaceballs all the time. Spaceballs can get you to Rick Rick Moranis. Oh, yeah. I don't know that Rick Moranis... So we still got to make a jump from, say, like... We've gone from Gene Wilder to Mel Brooks uh, to Rick Moranis. um, And let me see... And then you gotta do
2: what about Joan Rivers?
0: Or you could do Joan Rivers. She was Rivers. in
2: Spaceballs. She was she's in been Spaceballs. In like everything.
0: What else was Joan Rivers in?
2: All the Hollywood Walk of Fame.
0: Sure. You know, but shows. those those are not movies. Now, unfortunately, <laughs> I can give you a movie she was in with Bruce Willis, but unfortunately that would only be four movies and the name of this game is five to nine. Five. Because yeah, she right. was in the post credit scene of look who's talking talking to bruce, oh, no like, no, yes. no the original the original, the original bruce yeah. willis plays the baby joan rivers plays the baby sister in the post-credit scene that by the time they got to the sequel look who's talking to they had recast, recast that it. part with roseanne Barr right i right. forgot about right. that oh that was good that was good what else was joan rivers in though
1: um this is this is the problem i have because joan rivers was in a lot of she had her own TV shows where she interviewed mm-hmm. a lot of people, but mm-hmm. eh, that's what I call the cul-de-sac because that's, what's the cul-de-sac. And the cul-de-sac is where you're, <clears throat> you remember a TV show like, Hey, I want to go from Heather Graham to Christian Slater. And you're like, Oh, well, Heather Graham and Mike Myers were in the spy shag me together. And Heather Graham and Mike Myers was in Rami Malik and Bohemian Rhapsody. And Rami Malik was in Mr. Robot with Christian Slater. Like, eh, wait a minute. That's a yeah, cul-de-sac. Yeah, yeah. That's a TV series. Jimmy
0: Malik has not been in a TV lot of series. movies. No,
1: he has not. And then I mean
0: obviously more recently since he won best actor for Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. The yeah.
0: Bohemian
1: Rhapsody. So you're sure. you're in the cul-de-sac and you're cutting through somebody's lawn to get to where you want to go. So and I you,
0: Yeah, I get you. I get you. Well, yeah. I can think of one other movie Joan Rivers was in, but if you can't think of it that's okay because yeah. we can pick anybody yeah. else in Spaceballs or really anybody else in any other Mel Brooks movie.
2: Uh Robin Hood, Men in Tights.
0: Sure, sure. Lots of folks in that. Who's in that?
2: Um, that was um, was it Carrie Ulls? Yeah,
1: Carrie Ulls. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I I can never say his name
1: correctly. Um, it was Princess Bride. Um, He was also in.
2: Yeah, he was the Princess Bride, right? Uh huh. Um, Richard Lewis was in there with the. Hope it was worth the noise.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Tracy Ullman. Tracy
1: Allman. I love her. Tracy Olman's a oh. cul-de-sac. Stay away from Tracy Olman yes,
0: <laughs> That's right, because she's not in a lot of movies. No, she's in a lot she's of TV in a shows. ton of TV
1: shows. Uh,
0: Including the Tracy Allman show, from yeah, which we, exactly, get we get The Simpsons. Exactly, we get The
1: Simpsons.
0: Who was...
2: Patrick Stewart was He in was,
0: get right to- at the end. He had the Sean Connery he part. Was.
2: Yes. Yes, he did. And
0: you will see anything Patrick Stewart is in, won't you?
2: Yes, I will. Ah, So what's Patrick Stewart in? Oh, my God. He's done so many different things. Um, Right. One of my favorites is he did a version of Hamlet with David Tennant that was (laughs) so spectacular and for, you know, the soccer mom crowd, that's a, a panty dropper. right there. <laughs> And
0: was that a movie or was that was like, a movie? Um, OK, it was, it,
2: yeah, I mean, I got it on Blu-ray, but, you know, that's
0: me. Sure, sure. But what else is Patrick Stewart in? Um,
1: well, obviously, okay, all the next so
2: gen stuff. So all, all the next gen stuff. And that's like a million of those. You know, I
0: just watched while we're under quarantine. I watched Star Trek Nemesis. Okay. For the first time, it was the one movie in the whole series that I had not seen in part because I knew that I knew who died in the end and I just mm. didn't want to get there. Mm. But then I got to the end and like he didn't really die. Yeah, well. Yeah. And also I really want to binge the new Star Trek Picard show and I figure I should probably see the last thing Picard left off with before I see that. Yeah. Yeah, so I watched yeah. that, and it, it, it's helpful. Yeah, the villain in that, Tom Hardy, right? Was Tom Hardy when he was twenty-five years old? I was blown away. Yeah,
2: I, so was I. So was I. I went back and rewatched it recently, and I, I, I he was so skinny back then, mm-hmm. and he didn't even look like him, but the voice. Oh yeah, you know the voice was a dead giveaway, and then I, I, you know, looked up who that was, and I was.
0: One thing oh, I really Hardy. liked was that oh the premise of that movie is, oh yeah, Picard's always been bald. He never had hair, even when he was a kid. Even <laughs> when he was a kid, yeah, yeah, he's just yeah, always been bald. Take away.
2: That's the takeaway. That's the takeaway. Yeah, all right. Um, so Patrick Stewart, he was also in uh, Wolverine.
1: Well, yeah, but he was also in yes in X Men X Two and X Men. Sure, um,
2: he was in all yeah.
0: Absolutely, he was. Um,
2: But I loved him in Logan. Oh, yeah. Spectacular in Logan. Um, America's
0: favorite octogenarian. He says, not a genarian. I had a birthday. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. All right. So
1: so So I'm trying to think. Bruce Willis, has Bruce Willis ever been in a movie with Tom Hardy? Uh, um, God. Hal Berry because Hal Berry was in X and X-Men.
0: Mm-hmm. Um I feel like Bruce Willis and Halle Berry were Hansen. in a movie together.
1: Yeah. Sort of I, I. I can't put
0: my finger on which one, but I feel like they were in a movie together. Swordfish? Oh, no, that
1: well, was Well, that,
0: that was John Travolta, that was Travolta and Travolta. Hugh Jackman. Right. But yeah, and and a lot of Halle Berry.
1: But <laughs> Yes, and a lot of Halle Berry.
0: Yes, but you know, when I was a kid, I grew up and Again, I'm going to age myself here. I grew up watching Star Trek The Next Generation, and I loved it, and I knew Patrick Stewart exclusively from that, okay. and the very first time I saw him in a movie, he had a mustache and, like, really brown hair, like, dyed brown hair. Do you remember the movie where he had a mustache? Was it Excalibur? Not that I recall. Okay. Not I the one I'm saying... thinking of.
2: I was going to say um, the one with Mel Brooks. Where not Mel Brooks. Was... Mel. I mean, not Mel Brooks, Mel Gibson, uh-huh. where he was um, he was like a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, that's the name was of the movie, Conspiracy,
0: conspiracy theory? theory. You got that it. Was it. That was you it. You got it. Yeah. And he played like the director of MK Ultra, or at least the guy who was right. there to clean it up. Right. And I feel like from Mel Gibson and who else was in that?
1: Conspiracy, it was uh, uh, Julia
0: Roberts. Julia Roberts? Julia Roberts, There's got to be an easy way to connect to Bruce Willis, or at least Kevin Bacon. Everything connects to Kevin Bacon. For an extra two points, it does.
1: Yeah. Julia Roberts, Uh you've got...
0: Do you know what movie she was in with Kevin Bacon? Can we get to Kevin Bacon for the bonus (laughs) points?
1: (laughs) Um, Flatliners. Yay! There you go.
2: That's right, that's right.
1: Um... But so now, now we
0: have to get from Kevin Bacon, Bacon to, to Bruce, Bruce Willis, Bush. which should be pretty easy.
1: All right. <laughs> My problem is Kevin Bacon movies, they always get lost on. So he wasn't – Kevin. so Bruce Willis was not in Hollow Man. He wasn't in um, – nope. I have to go with, through all the movies that I know with Kevin Bacon in. All the Kevin Bacon movies. Do it, yeah. He wasn't in Footloose. Yeah. Um, he wasn't in flat. Obviously, we can't go back to flatliners.
0: No, we cannot. Um, so, Bruce Willis just keeps on making movies, man. He just he keeps makes a on ton making of movies.
2: He makes tons mm-hmm. of movies.
0: Well, Kevin.
1: All right, so Kevin Bacon was in none of the Die Hard movies. So those are all true. All out. All out. True. Um.
0: I don't think he was. He in the oh, last Boy Scout? He wasn't in the last Boy Scout. Kevin Bacon, I do not recall being in The Last Boy Scout now.
2: Wasn't Kevin Bacon in uh, one of the X-Men films? He was. He was in X-Men First Class.
0: He played Sebastian Shaw. Right.
2: Right. But Patrick Stewart was not in that He
0: was not in that one. That's correct. One of the few that he was not in. That was fast.
2: That would have been a great connection right there. But,
0: well, I mean, that would be great to get from Kevin Bacon back to Patrick Stewart but we're trying to get (laughs) to (laughs) Bruce Willis. Different bald guy. Different bald guy. Different bald guy. Bald heads are different. (laughs) Um.
2: There was a one where he was talking to a ghost through a TV. And it was like the ghost of his dead son. What was that one called?
0: It sounds like either I haven't seen the movie or you're misremembering The Sixth Sense.
2: No, no. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Definitely not
1: that. there was one where it was a philly house and he, he ends up digging up the basement to find a body and it turns out to be like his brother Problem is i remember him in the movie and i don't remember anybody else in that movie no um
2: i think that might be the one i'm thinking yeah
1: i think that's what the one because it's philly based so of course right you're remembering right. that one I'm
0: uh-huh. Sure, any movie, any movie based out of yeah. Philadelphia, you guys have like Silver Linings Playbook is like probably like the most Philly movie ever, and you love it. It's
1: like
2: I, I, it, it is, and and I do like it.
1: Yeah
2: but I would not say
1: I love well, it. I, I love it. it. I'm going
0: to speak for me yeah. then. Yeah. I love playbooks. playbook.
1: And the, the weird thing about about it is that there's a couple times when you're watching the movie, they make turns and they run around things and it's like, wow, they're taking this area that we know so well, but they're applying non-Euclidean geometry to it, so you make a right turn <laughs> and <laughs> you end up good. like that's five good. blocks over to someplace else. And
0: Well, I mean, every movie does that that's set in a city. It's like every movie that's set in Seattle, you got a picture of the space needle from every window every movie in paris you have everyone can see the eiffel tower exactly you know like every every movie that's set in san francisco everybody has a view of the golden gate bridge apparently
1: yeah yeah a hundred percent
0: i watched vertigo the other day with you know so much of it based you know set at the golden gate bridge i did not enjoy that movie afi ranked it the best movie ever made and i don't think so sleepless in seattle right that was unrelated to the I'm sorry, vertigo was, comment the vertigo, but, vertigo vertigo. Yeah.
1: sorry vertigo i loved <laughs> yeah, vertigo no, actually um
2: vertigo was quite good
1: yeah didn't yeah. do it for me wow well, see i disagree with you yeah. that's that was a good one i i'm gonna stand by that one we
0: could spend half an hour Scott. talking about yeah. it but right I now, now we have to get, get back Kevin Bacon at, Kevin to bruce willis <laughs> we'll just edit yeah. that part out um
1: yeah. all right so back to uh, we had something and then i we got.
2: And we lost. And it. I, I got, we got sidetracked, sidetracked,
1: of course. Let me think again about X Men First Class. Who all was in that? That was. That was Fassbender. Mm-hmm. Michael,
0: Fassbender Michael Fassbender, yep. yep. That
1: was yeah. um, Jennifer Lawrence.
0: Mm hmm.
1: Was in that one. So here's a quick one Was Jennifer Lawrence in a movie with Bruce Willis? It would have to be a recent one.
0: Yeah, I mean, Jennifer Lawrence, as huge of a star as she is, really became a star from Winter's Bone, which was only 10 years ago. So her entire amazing career thus far has just been like a decade. Right. You know, she helmed an X-Men franchise. She helmed a Hunger Games franchise. She's been in a bunch of... David O. Russell movies, which she's been phenomenal in all of them, and all of that is all in the last decade, plus any other role that she had some time to play. Oh, you know what? No, I think, I think you've got it with X-Men First Class. I think you've got it, because who was the star of X-Men First Class?
2: James McAvoy. James
0: McAvoy. And if we have to get from James McAvoy <gasps> to Bruce but Willis...
2: I, I thought he mostly did TV, though.
0: No, 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 no. no. James McAvoy, huge movie star... And in fact, he just recently did a movie with Bruce Willis. It was like a crossover. Hmm. He crossed over his movie and Bruce Willis's movie crossed over into their movie.
1: If you tell me this was X Men Dark Phoenix and I haven't seen it yet, I'm going to be. No, 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 no.
2: Was it
0: glass? It was glass. That's right. <sighs> because Bruce Willis right. Right. played David he- Dunn. Right, and, and James McAvoy, McAvoy played, played the, the horde. horde. Right.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah, yes. you guys did it. You are winners. You have won the game. Oh my God! Wow. You did <laughs> it. You called it. Let's tally everything up. Let's get all the points done. Give me one second to jot it down here on. My game board. All right. So we have right here on our board, we had to get from Uma Thurman to Gene Wilder. Our wild card was going to be Bruce Willis. And so you guys said Uma Thurman was in Pulp Fiction with Bruce Willis. Boom. There is your wild card for three points. Ta-da. Then... You said Bruce Willis was in Glass with James McAvoy, which is how we got to the ending. You said he was in X-Men First Class with Kevin Bacon for two points, who was in Flatliners with Julia Roberts, who was in Conspiracy Theory with Patrick Stewart, who had a very small but wonderful role in Robin Hood Men in Tights with Mel Brooks, who was in Blazing Saddles with Gene Wilder. So we're going to take 10 minus the number of movies, which was seven movies, that's going to get us... Three points, plus the three points for the wild card is six, plus the two points for Kevin Bacon is eight. Did we use any SNL cast members? We did not this time. Did we do our house rule of no sequels? Well, Uma Thurman was in a sequel of Get Shorty called Be Cool. Bruce Willis has done plenty of Die Hard movies. James McAvoy has done plenty of X-Men movies. I got to be honest. I think Kevin Bacon has never been in a sequel of one of his own movies, but it would be unfair to count him because X-Men First Class is somewhat of a prequel to the original X-Men series. So we're going to leave that one alone. Has Julia Roberts ever done a sequel? She has. It was Ocean's 12. Patrick Stewart, of course, a number of Star Trek films for them to be exact. Mel Brooks didn't do any sequels that I can think of, though he did do a remake of The Producers with Uma Thurman. Right, right. But believe it or not, as much as, you know, merchandising, 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 as Yogurt said, I don't think Mel Brooks has ever been in a true, true sequel. I don't think so. I think Definitely, that's going to be yeah. a bonus point on the house rule. And was Gene Wilder ever in a sequel? Not that I can recall. So no. he also is going to get us a bonus point on the house rule for a mammoth 10 points and a win today with double digits on the show Jeff Moeller, Maria Rea Moeller I cannot thank you guys enough you did a great job, thanks so much for taking the time to be on 5 to 9 today for playing our game, you've each won the official 5 to 9 gamepad which comes with 50 game cards and is also available now at 5 to 9 game Com. If you 529ers listening out there in the podcast either were chomping at the bit, yelling out a better solution to today's challenge as we played through it, you can enter for a chance to come on our show by beating us at our own game. Just download or purchase official 529 game cards at 529game.com, to play today's challenge, post your game card on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, and tag at 529game in your post. High scores as well as creativity and entertainment value will all be considered. This has been 5 to 9. I'm your host, Eric Ginsberg. Our show is recorded from my apartment during quarantine in beautiful Asbury Park, New Jersey, as well as at Jeff and Maria's house in Philadelphia. Our sound engineers today have been us. We're doing it ourselves while we're all stuck at home. Our theme music is by me. You can subscribe to 5 to 9 Podcast through the Apple Podcast app, Google Podcast Store, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube if you guys want to look at us too, or literally everywhere else you get your podcasts. Please play with us online through social media twitter instagram or facebook you can play today's challenge or make up your own and play with or against the global five to nine community just don't forget to tag at five to nine game when you do thanks for listening and let's play together again soon